Have you ever read a fic where like uh, Captain America is like the head of a harem? Because I feel like that's what you need to get into. First off, Captain America would not be the head of the harem. He would be the he would be the one you know, that everyone's in love with. Is yeah. what I mean. I, I see what you ship yeah. him. He's the head of the octopus. Yeah, and it's be- and it's probably just because <laughs> I I love Chris Evans so much. But I think the other part is Captain America's character is that he is like if we list all of the people I just shipped him with, he is like. I don't want to say he's not docile, but he's like the the less sassy of the pairing. He's the most uh, sincere man in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, probably. And so like, so it's that, as you know, I love a brat. And so like I pair all the brats with him. And so conversely, like, yeah, the reason why I wouldn't pair Captain America and the Hulk is together is like, which is the brat? None. None Neither. brat. Yeah, that's fair. And I need... There's two sincere men. Yes, and I need a brat. Maybe that's where you get your non-bratty uh, fluff. Yes. No. And so again, I have, I have read... Welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And this is a podcast about fan fiction. And airplanes. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully the airplanes are gone now. No thunderstorms, no sirens. I don't know. I'm no sure motorcycles. Had, uh, no cats. We used to have a lot of cats in the background. Yep. <laughs> in like uh, season one. I don't think I told you. I've tried I'm gonna I'm gonna try to re-listen to all of our episodes in order. Right. And I'm like midway I'm not even mid. I'm like at the beginning of season two and I'm like, man, I don't know why we ever recorded at my house. <laughs> There's so much the TikTok is uploaded. <laughs> oh, I was like, why do I hear Why do I hear me? <laughs> Why do I hear me? I was, I was waiting so long for it to happen, and now we can let it sit there, and I can actually use my phone for the purpose of this podcast. Beautiful. Anyway, no, we, there used to be so many just like cat thumps yeah. and sounds, and I was like, one, I don't, I must have not been able to edit these out, or I became immune to hearing them. I think <laughs> one you of the two. also thought it was just part of the, the atmosphere. Yes. I think you told I I have a vague memory of you telling me that. The, the some of it it's felt or like there's like dogs barking like in the distance which at I'm sure at the time of recording I didn't care about cuz that's just what dogs do but like it was very You might have also not alarming. been um aware of it in the same way that you didn't know that the room we were recording at your house smelled like a hamster cage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I did and then your wife would be like how can you make Claire sit in that room for the three hours? And you're like, why? It's, and she's like, because it smells. Also, that's the whole reason that sh- that they don't listen to this podcast is because the first thing that I said was, does this room smell like pee? And they're like, well, I don't want to listen to this because now I'm sad that everyone who listens to you think our house smells like pee. I mean, the rest of your house doesn't smell like pee. Right. And I was like, one, nothing else about that episode was off-putting to you. <laughs> Really? <laughs> After didn't upset you deeply? That can't be true. The audio is like knives <laughs> stabbing you in both of your eardrums at the same time. They're just embarrassed. It's so fine. they couldn't even hear the knives. Oh, it's fine. That's that's fine. They don't have to listen to this podcast. That's fine. That's fine. We have other fans. <laughs> we have parasocial relationships, and that's just as good as a healthy marriage. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I love my wife. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, what I had pulled for today was a uh, only one bed slash bed sharing and a mint julep. All right. And my obviously, as as is custom now with the season, every single tag that we pull has a million million fix, which is frustrating for me personally <laughs> because it's the opposite of how I usually operate. So I remembered a 
I don't think you were in this conversation, but me and Josie at some point had a conversation of whether the like huddling for warmth Kinda was does. part of one bed mm-hmm. or if it could be because what is a bed but a place where you're both sleeping? So like yep. if you're both huddling in a sleeping bag, is it under the umbrella of sharing one bed? Yes. Or if you're huddling for warmth, is it under the umbrella of sharing one bed? Mm. So I was really interested to look into the like sharing body heat along with only one bed. And okay. that was actually not uncommon. I don't think it's the biggest reason that people share a bed, but it's one of them. <laughs> so like, It's just an excuse. So we dove in that way. There's so many things in this. There's so many tags. Okay. I think I ended up going with... I don't even know if I looked at only one bed. I think I was just like, in the fic, do they sleep in only one bed? <laughs> I want to say it's in here. I don't know why I can't see it. But I, I went off that. And there was a couple of different fandoms where they were in one bed and body and sharing body heat. And the other reason I wanted to do that was because I knew mint juleps were not my favorite. And so I was thinking of ways to make them better. And I was like, I wonder if there's a like frozen mint julep to match like a frozen fic. Like sure. they're in a tundra and they have to share a bed to keep warm. Frozen drink. Totally frosty, makes, frosty. Totally, it, double frosty. Slushy, slushy. <laughs> totally makes sense. And I really like a, I really like a blended drink. So I'm like, maybe that'll soothe my mint julep feelings and it'll blend it better and it'll be better. And it, that didn't come to fruition, unfortunately. But that was the goal. <laughs> so instead, we just have what's basically just a regular mint julep with like a slightly differently made uh, mint syrup. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna see, we'll see if Is it's good this and then we'll sad little in. leaf you put on top your effort at freshly garnishing my drink. Oh, yeah, I was like, we might as well put some mint on top. <laughs> the syrup is what's basically a simple syrup poured over um, roughly chopped mint. So it should be mintier than muddled mint because it's a lot. It's quite a lot of mint. <laughs> sure. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a mint julep. This is much better than the one I made. This is what mint juleps <laughs> taste like. Yes. Okay. This is better. <laughs> This is much better than the watery whiskey I made. That is because you did not sufficiently muddle your fresh mint into, this is what it should taste like. Yes. Okay. This is better. <laughs> I still think the blended one would be really good. So I agree. Blended I would make be that interesting, at some point. but I want you to know, this is what I was drinking at that wedding. This is much, I think maybe I didn't have enough mint. I don't know. It's, uh, or I used the wrong kind. Who knows? Because yeah, it's, it's sweet and minty yeah. and refreshing. I don't, I barely taste the whiskey, so that's exciting. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if the proportions I made on the front. Okay. Well, I'm glad this is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the other tie-in. So uh, as I have kind of done for this season, I was looking for ships or fandoms that we haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. What kind of matches with the the leafiness of this drink is that this is a Harley Quinn Poison Ivy pick. <laughs> oh. Yay. How fun. So Poison Minty Ivy. And uh, I just thought it was real cute. There was a couple. There was actually more than one Harley Quinn Poison Ivy Sharing one bed, cuddling for warmth. <laughs> the other one just had a really strong Harley accent, and it was fine in written form, but I didn't want to read it out. That's fair. Because <laughs> I knew it would sound really stupid. That's fair. So we're not going to do that. I did get in touch with the author, which this was a very cute interaction between us. I uh, connected with her on Tumblr. Uh, her name is Miss Kitcup. I reached out and was like, hey, can I... You know, can I read this on our on our podcast? Uh, what's all your your bio information? And uh, they wrote back, "Hey, I'm so glad that you like my writing. I guess my answer is that uh, what inspired me is I wanted to see some of my daydreams play out, and I just started I just started to write them down, <laughs> especially the fic that this uh, that we are reading today. It's very self indulgent, and I wrote it when it was raining really hard, uh, and so that's what inspired the fic is that it's just a couple in the rain. <laughs> Dig it." 
Dig it. And then uh, later on, it was super cute because I found out uh, her name is Rose and she is in high school. Aww. And I was like, Al, I teach high school. What a fun thing to find out. So Grace will critique you like a teacher. Yes. And no, kind of. I will just love If my it. students could write this well, I would just probably like let them take a couple of weeks off. <laughs> All right, free write whatever you want for the next. My own ass students, no. So this is a Harley Ivy fic. It is one in which they are already an established couple, and I think also married. I want to say. Okay. It doesn't really talk about it, but it's in the tags that it's like married life, domestic bliss. Dig it. It's called "The Storm Before the Calm" by Miss Kitka. Harley pushed her key into the lock and opened the door, escaping the rain beating down around her. She had grumbled to herself the whole car ride home, cursing the sky for the sudden onslaught of rain. She was expecting to find bright lights, warmth, and ivy reading on the couch. Instead, she found the room was mostly dark and the smell of aggressively sweet candles lingered in the air. Ives? A familiar voice from somewhere in the distance called out. The power's out. Harley reached to flick the light switch beside her. The action was pointless, but she felt the need to check. Nothing happened, so she flicked it back to the off position. In the darkness, she couldn't find ivy, but she saw the sliding doors that reached the backyard were slightly open. She slipped her shoes off and set down the bag of groceries in the entryway, but kept her jacket and purse on. Careful not to shake too much water on the ground, Harley walked through the living room. Harley reached the door and her eyes focused on her wife. Okay. Standing on the patio with her hands. My wife. Standing on the patio with her hands outstretched towards the yard. Her sleeves were pushed up to her elbows and her palms were facing the sky. She was standing precariously, trying to reach the rain without letting too much of her clothes get wet. Harley pushed the door further out and open and stepped out. Looking over her shoulder at the sound, Ivy gave a small smile and Harley returned the favor with a small giggle. I had a feeling I'd find you out here. Harley slipped off her purse, leaving it by the door. Harley took a few steps forward until she was next to Ivy. She pulled out one of her sleeves and reached out. The air was thick and warm, but the raindrops were cold, peppering her skin and causing her to get goosebumps on the exposed part of her arm. She waited a few minutes, watching Ivy, whose eyes were watching the rainfall. Harley couldn't help but smile, her bad mood completely slipping away while she studied Ivy's expression. The most stoic woman she knew, reduced to childlike awe whenever it rained. Now, Harley was cursing the sky for not raining often enough. Harley's arm had become so cold that she let it drop to her side. She stared out into the yard, following Ivy's gaze. There was a gentle rumble of thunder from far away. The sway of leaves under the weight of the droplets. The consistent tapping against the roof. She complained about the rain, but in moments like this, she could understand why Ivy loved it so much. Harley took a step back and sat down with her legs crossed, just out of the storm's reach. She shrugged out of her jacket and let it pool around her waist. Ivy shook her head like she was coming out of a daze, and she followed Harley's lead. She sat close next to Harley, pulling her knees up to her chest and leaning her head on Harley's shoulder. Harley snaked her arm around Ivy's waist and recoiled at her icy skin. Jesus, Ives, how long have you been out here? Ivy let out a shaky laugh. How long has it been raining? Ivy melted into her touch, finally realizing how cold she was. They leaned further into each other. Harley moved her hand backwards and grabbed at her purse. She fumbled around before grabbing a bottle that was nestled inside. Good thing I stopped by the liquor store. She held out a bottle of vodka in front of her. This should warm us up. Harley opened the bottle and took a sip, handing the bottle over to Ivy, who did the same. Wow, that is strong. Both women let out a laugh as she put the cap back on and set it in in front of them. This was the point where I was like, I have to remember, I read this before I knew this person was a high schooler, and I was like, this is a real weird reaction to straight vodka. <laughs> but it's strong? Uh, like, because obviously. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, because to me, I was just like, oh, yeah, obvious. Yeah. Uh, not even worth commenting on. Also, uh, fun fact, kids, alcohol doesn't actually warm you up. It causes your blood vessels to dilate, but then in the long term, it makes you more prone to hypothermia. Yeah, it's like good for like if you're coming out, you're coming in from outside, it'll make you feel warmer faster than the warm air of the 
warm room, but don't just do that yes. by itself. But okay, what I was like was like, wow, this person really captured like how nice it is to be uh, already in love and like married and just like see your person and be like, ah, oh, they're so I, they're so cute how they love rain. And like, uh, and then I was like, this person is a high schooler. <laughs> Why are they capturing my relationship so well? <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say Feels uh, rude. can't relate can't relate can't relate can't relate but I'm like yeah like a lot of fic is about like the one that you brought last week was like oh first kiss and like the, yeah. the like that's so um readily romanticized in stories uh to be like oh the build-up of to that is yes. peak peak yes. storytelling yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like there's not enough stories about how nice it is to be married <laughs> That's because um, us single people who are Hate reading <laughs> these stories to uh, fill the gap within our hearts are like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> but don't you want, like, isn't it like... No, I'm not saying I don't. I, of course, read them too. I love those. Is it not satisfying in the same way as reading a story where you find someone as it is to be like, wow, I can't wait to be in the place of, like, a domestic bliss? No, I, I as a as a person who doesn't like com- uh, hurt comfort and prefers comfort comfort, then, of course, I read plenty of uh, married bliss. This so- is tagged hurt comfort. <laughs> By the way, well, let me let me go up and read the tags quick. One second. Just fuck me with a pineapple. Then. Well, everything is tagged hurt comfort. It doesn't mean anything. I've decided it just, it just means there's any conflict. And that's what a story is. <laughs> I Yes, you're right. That yeah, it's that some people tag it as like, it's just that's plot. Yeah. Um, and But yes, no, I do love reading Marital Bliss. It is like, that is what I like. I go and find when I just want something nice and fluffy. But uh, it's that what I like about the build to like a first kiss is that you can more, mm. uh, you can more nat- to put yourself into it. Well, and it's just like, it also, um, to me, it builds to feeling the love more because mm. we start in the same place I am currently, which is that does make sense. Love less, and then you like. I was like, I don't have a love better. T- I don't have a term for it. It's yeah. so. Yeah. It's that I start at the same point as the main character, and then I, through their eyes, see all the ways that they have fallen in love. Yes, with it's the- like one step ahead, not seven. Yes, so that does make sense. Yeah, so it's more like uh, they lead my horse to water instead of just being like. Our horse has made it to the end of the journey. Instead of, which again, I do also read the like, here is a plentiful pond. Enjoy at your leisure. Yes. Anyway, both women let out a small laugh as she puts the cap back on and sets it in front of them. They got back to their previous position, holding each other close and staring at the rain that was getting harder. Ivy interrupted the silence for a few, after a few minutes. Thunderstorms are always the best in the summer when it's humid. Harley smiled. If you love wet weather so much, there's a lot of places better to go than Gotham. Hmm. Maybe we'll have to retire and move to Florida or Washington. Florida Not doesn't Florida. sound too bad. Rain for you, sun for me. For a plant person, oh. Florida's great. No, I oh, I see what they're saying. I was like, there's not really rain in Florida. The same way that there's rain in Washington. Florida honestly would be great for Harley and Ivy because Ivy would thrive in her plantness and Harley would have enough chaos to just have a good time. Oh yeah. Miami is chaotic. Yeah. Okay. Like chaotic neutral? Uh, maybe maybe not neutral. Chaotic yeah. evil. <laughs> yeah, I was like Miami. Depends on where you are in Florida. <laughs> yeah, let's do a, let's do alignments for cities. Uh Disneyland is chaotic good. <laughs> chaotic good. Is Orlando. Miami is chaotic, chaotic evil. I don't know. I feel like North Florida is chaotic evil cuz it's chaotic and it's oh, basically sure. the south. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Like Miami you're is right, chaotic you're right. neutral. You're like Tallahassee and that. Got yeah. I haven't been to Tallahassee, but that sounds right. <laughs> um, and then like <laughs> Key West is like, mm. uh, I want to say true neutral. 
but yes but also i feel like florida just in general is chaotic so it feels wrong to put anything in not chaotic <laughs> and i would <laughs> struggle to pick a lawful a lawful alignment i don't florida. think there's a lawful florida correct <laughs> sorry florida fans i don't think we have that many of you but and anyway. if you know you know if you know you know florida doesn't sound too bad rain for you sun for me exactly ivy tried to burrow further into harley's side lightning struck far away and ivy whispered I remember loving the rain because it meant that no one else would be outside, so I could go outside without people bothering me. Harley hummed in agreement, and Ivy continued. One time, it was raining hard outside, and I was out in the garden. I laid down on the bench and closed my eyes, just letting myself get soaked. It was so peaceful in a really chaotic way, but my dad was so pissed when I got back inside. Harley picked up the bottle of vodka and handed it to Ivy, who took a slow drink inside. She wrapped her arm around Ivy a little tighter. They let the quiet wash over them for a few minutes. Let's do it. Harley stood up suddenly, almost knocking Ivy over. What? No dads to get mad at us anymore. Let's go get soaked. Harley was slipping her hoodie over her head, leaving her in a t-shirt and jeans. Ivy finally stood up and grinned. She took off her socks and threw them next to Harley's purse. Harley was standing at the edge of the patio waiting for her. Ivy walked up to her and grabbed her hand, staring out to the puddle-filled yard. Harley looked at Ivy with a smile and smiled with a toothy grin. Ready? Yep. They both squeezed down on each other's hands and took a step out into the grass. Immediately, the water coming off the roof hit their heads, and they took another step forward to get out of the splash zone. They turned to face each other, hands still connected. Ivy laughed. There's no going back now. Her red hair was sticking to her face as the water slicked it down. Harley could feel her shirt becoming heavy with water and clinging onto her body. Ivy was staring at the sky with her eyes closed. Harley did the same. Ivy looked at Harley with her mouth frozen in a smile. She giggled at the way Harley's makeup was running, almost washed off by the rain, but leaving trails of dark tears down her cheeks. Harley looked to see the source of the giggle and made contact with eye contact with Ivy, who was still laughing, seemingly at the rebellious nature of this act. Ivy let go of her hand and lifted them out to feel the rain. You really are the coolest wife ever. I know, Harley joked, still entranced by the childlike happiness that Ivy was showing. Ivy's smile became more gentle. It's just, I know you don't like the rain, but you still do stuff like this for me. Because I love you. Harley laughed. Yuck. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's cute. <laughs> love is gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes it nice, but gross. That's a spinoff of Love is Blind is Love is Gross. <laughs> I produce a show called Love is Gross. And Where it's you just... tell your most annoying habit and like the gross thing about you. Whoa. That was already a show called Baggage. Did you watch that show? I didn't really watch Baggage, but I don't mean just like a like emotional baggage. It's like the thing that's gross about love is like that you're just that you're like, oh, schmoopsie. Schmoops. She always remembers that I like bagels for breakfast and then she brings it up to me for breakfast. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah. and that's love. Gross. And that's love. Gross. I mean, you're like, oh, that's cute, but like, gross. Whereas me and my, my wife who talk about wearing each other's skin when we die. <laughs> that's gross in like a different way. <laughs> like if you were like, and every night she whispers to me 10 of her favorite traits about me. No. I like your eyes. I like the way you listen to me. I like the curve of, I'd be like, yuck, yuck, <laughs> yuck, yuck. Throw up in my mouth. That's gross. <laughs> you being like, she wants to wear me like a skin suit. I'm like, that is serial killer gross. <laughs> That's shocking, gross. But That's mutual, not, mutual. Uh, mutually wearing each other's skin. And um, <laughs> and I'm thinking more like the way like that, it, I'm thinking more intimacy is gross. Emotions are gross. Being soft is gross. Yuck. I say as a marshmallow, and I'm like, there's a hard boy marshmallow. I'm a hard boy marshmallow. 
I'm not. Everyone who knows me knows that is a fundamental untruth of me. But that's what makes it funny. You need, you need a hard boy to balance you out, maybe. No, I would hate that. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't understand what you want. It's that I'm a. I'm a fake hard boy, and so I need someone who's just like very. Uh, I need a Captain America who's just very, very sincere. sincere, and I don't need. To, and so, I wouldn't ever question that. Me with my fake. Maybe candy you just need coating. someone who's really blunt. Like they say, like, "Wow, I love the curve of your Butt. lips." I don't know. <laughs> I had to like look at you and be like, what part of you has curves? What and the part? answer is a lot of it because humans, humans are round. Correct. <laughs> but like we lack edges. He wouldn't be like, oh, the curve of your lips is like a journey through a beautiful valley. And it's like, no, your lips are nice looking. I do like them. And just is sincere no, and yeah. not romantic. The idea of like not in that way. The idea of marrying a poet disgusts me. <sighs> the idea that someone might like compare me to a summer's day. Yeah. Gross. Throw it out. Don't want that. I don't want that. Just I'd, say that I'm nice. At this stage in my life, I would rather somebody be like, give me a very sincere comment about like how much wood I can chop mm-hmm. and be like, wow, you're really- you need like uh, Lizzo's because I love you, where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm crying because I love you. What the fuck are these feelings? <laughs> Correct. Lizzo and I are both in love with Chris. Sincere. Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> we could bond over the fact that I mean she has a lot more probability of ending up with him than me but we could bond I over I want that for her me too she I, deserves I, it I want I really want it for her only slightly less than I really want it for me hmm. which means that I really want it for her again I really want it for me so I'm like if I can't have him though then I want him for you but like if we're standing both in front of him I will trip you would you be in a throuple with Chris Evans and Lizzo yes good in a heartbeat <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, good. I want that. Who would I be more attracted to? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, Chris Evans, but also Lizzo. I've loved him longer. I've loved him longer. But not less. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You got to keep. Exactly. I was like, the flame for Chris Evans has just been a continuous flaming ember. It's like the Olympic torch. Yes. (laughs) It never goes out. And my love for Lizzo is a a newer flame. And so I I don't know that I can can trust it. Will it go out? It might go out. It might be one of those fire starters that it's when you st- yeah it's made of wax. You know when you start a bonfire and you're like you get really excited Whoosh. about it and you're like oh, it's gonna and happen and then down. and then you then you you're like ah oh, shit this was all kindling. My I really bad. thought that was a giant bonfire. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because I love you, Harley laughed. Ivy stepped in closer to her and brought her hands to Harley's face and pushed the hair away from her eyes. Her grin was still stuck on her face. I love you too. Ivy leaned in and kissed her. Immediately, Harley's hands found their way up from her side and wrapped around Ivy. The rain was pouring down by now, and it didn't stop them as they pulled each other close. Ivy leaned back to take a breath. She threw her head back and let the rain hit her face, cooling down her blushing. Harley smiled. Now are we going to splash in those puddles or what? Ivy sighed and feigned hesitation. No, we're going to make out, you dumb bitch. In a puddle. (laughs) Well, I guess that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Harley grabbed her hand and pulled her along, almost running. She heard Ivy giggling behind her. They stepped in the puddles purposefully, letting the muddy water cover their feet for a few seconds before before moving on to the next. They let their impulses drive them, pulling them quickly from one activity to another, splashing in puddles, running aimlessly, standing and trying to cup their hands to catch the rain. It wasn't clear how much time had passed, likely only a few minutes, but they were both drenched. The loud crack of thunder shocked both of them out of their playful state. Their eyes went wide, and Ivy sighed with a sad smile. Well, it's probably time to go inside. Harley let out a small chuckle. 
Together, they moved back towards the house. On the patio, they picked up their belongings. Ivy tried her best to wring out her hair, while Harley used her discarded hoodie to dry her face and pat off the running eye makeup, thanking her past self for wearing a black hoodie. As they started to walk inside, both of them started undressing, standing in the doorway, trying not to get too much water inside the house. They both laughed as Harley tried to take off her pants and stumbled, having to steady herself on the doorframe. Once stripped down to their underwear, the cold was painfully obvious. Harley had forgotten that the power was out until she saw all the candles set out. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. Don't just, do that, kids. Just left the house with a bunch of candles burning. Do not leave a flame unattended. You don't have a lot of choices. I get that. My power has been out and it is awful. Smokey the Claire says, do not leave a flame unattended. Smokey the Claire bear. Yep. What are you going to do? Blow out all the candles so you can run in the rain and then turn them all back on? That yes. Sounds, that's yes. dark. You're in the dark. Yes, that's why you don't go outside. You have to be like, well, one of us, you have to take turns running in the rain to make sure that the flames do not go into out that of control. That ruins the joy. And I'm saying that safety is not joy. <laughs> I'm saying safety is safety. You get joy in being alive. <laughs> and having a house. And having a house and all of your worldly possessions. Harley had forgotten that the power was out until she saw all the candles set out. She started pe- picking up her clothes and took the clothes from Ivy's hands, moving towards the laundry room. Ivy went to the bedroom and pulled out towels and a few blankets. They both got ready for bed as best they could in the dark. A few minutes later, they found themselves sitting in bed, pulling up the quilts to keep the cold out. Harley tucked herself into Ivy's side and stared at the window. Lightning struck in the distance, lighting up the sky, and Harley started counting under her breath. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, four one thousand, five one thousand. Yep. <laughs> Thunder boomed. Harley gasped. Oh, that's pretty far. The light from the window was the only thing illuminating the room. The cool light made it feel even colder. Ivy lifted her arm and wrapped it around Harley's shoulder while Harley pulled Ivy closer by the waist. The sound of wind picked up as the rain blew against the window. Ivy murmured, It's getting bad out there. Harley hummed in agreement, pulling her face against Ivy's chest and peeking at the window. As she looked up, lightning flashed. She began counting, only reaching four one thousand before the sound of thunder rolled over them. Uh oh, it's getting closer. That's a big one, Harley whispered. It's getting closer, Ivy said, matter-of-factly. Harley felt Ivy gently kiss the top of her head. They breathed in sync, finally warm enough to be comfortable. Eventually, the storm faded to background noise, and they both let sleep wash over them. Love is gross. The end! Aww. <laughs> Love is dumb. Ah. <laughs> but it was just a little cute little one-shot. That's very cute. A marital bliss. Uh, this is not a, this is not necessarily a review of the fic. Uh, it's that uh, I I like that I like that you went for the huddle for warmth in mm-hmm. the idea of only one bed. But I will also say I feel like the intent of only one bed is like oh no what do we do? That's and what I, I'm saying. I feel and like I, and I don't think that being married you like, are sharing a bed if you're married. Like when you walk into your bedroom, are you like oh no? There's, there's only, only one I'm gonna bed. start doing. <laughs> That's I, yeah. That's why. That's my my one gripe about fan fiction. Obviously, it's like a pretty new form, but it's getting older now. And so, in the most literal way, there was bed sharing, yes. which is a shared tag with only one bed. But the like mm-hmm. plot point of only one bed is oh no, <laughs> there is only one bed. It's that I do think surprise the, only one bed. Yes, it's that I do think, and that's not a tag. I do think huddling for warmth does count. Like if you are two adventurers 
and you're huddling for warmth in the cave, it is like a, oh no, right. what are we going to do? Right. And I, I don't think that happens in marital bliss. Right. But I, it, this was a very cute fix. It was. And like the thing, the reason that I was like, well, I guess this still counts was like, okay, they made the point of like the power's out. We've decided to be spontaneous and like run in the rain. Like, yeah. So if the plot points were the same, but it was like, oh, me and my roommate, Ivy, right. this I is... love to see her happy. Let's run in the rain. But oh, no, we forgot how cold it would be if no. we came back inside. Let's huddle for warmth in this, our underwear. Yeah. This is this is like the, <laughs> the plots were there. It just no, no, happened no. to you're, be that they were married. You're right. This is like kind of not turning it on its head, but this is like the very fluffy version of only one bed. And I do, I did yes. really like it. So yes, there was no, uh, we're feigning awkwardness or there is awkwardness, but we actually like each other, which is, feels like the core of only one bed. I want you to start doing that with your wife every <laughs> night before bed. You're like, oh, oh no. no, there's only one bed. And That's the- how I feel about when the dogs come into the bed where it's like, oh, no, there's only one bed. There's only one bed. And both of these dogs are touching my legs. <laughs> I like cuddling from animals. No, it's it's fine. They're just annoying. They make a lot of sounds and they're in the way of where my feet want to go. <laughs> I suppose. Like if they were like I've spooned my dog and that's nice because they're small and warm. Yes. But I don't like when they're in my like like when you roll over and you, your feet kind of flop past you and like I roll my body, but then my feet get stuck because <laughs> uh, I can't get over my dog. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. I'll say uh, Trixie, my cat, sleeps on the other pillow like she's a human. That's what our dogs do when one of us leaves ah. is they move up to the pillow and just lay on it. Yes. Which is annoying because yes. then my face has to sit where their nasty feet and buttholes were. But it's fine. <laughs> Also, you brought me such a great one bed trip last time that I no, was no, like, I, I don't un- know. I don't know if I'm going to find some. It's either going to be like very similar. No, I I understand. I did. Yes. I did really like that. It was I liked that we explored another aspect of yes. only one bed and, and for one. I remember asking that like what which like obviously neither of us know the like entire scope of fan fiction trips, but being like, what are the like subsects of bed sharing? Yes. And one is huddling for warmth and one is. Oh no, trapped in a motel, or oh no, we're fake dating, or yes. what? Like whatever it is, so we have to share a bed. Yes. and all those are valid. Yep, but some of them feel more prominent. <laughs> and I and I do like that uh, we can explore only one bed under the subtext of fluff. I think and marital it bliss would be fun to make that more explicit in effect. To be like, I'm gonna write a fake about a married couple, but you don't know that they're married until the end, and they're pretending like they have to share a bed because oh, of circumstance. Oh no, there's only the one hotel bed. only gave us one bed. I like, love the idea night. of the opposite of only one bed, which is like a married couple or like a, a couple that's like gone away to like exclusively to have sex with each other like cheating style or like gone sure, girl sure, sure, like sure, some sure. something that's like we busted in the hotel room we're ready to have sex and then oh no there's two beds <laughs> but they're like very small like twin beds so yeah. it's like you have so everything like- is ruined like it's the exact opposite of only one bed or like a, yeah or like a married couple on yeah. their honeymoon but it's yeah. like oh shit to a yeah. bunk bed good night new husband and kick then like and like, then like them with peek down from the bunk good night why like, reach up a little, little kiss <laughs> like a little reach down and like stroke their chin yeah be like love you <laughs> i love you flappity flappity so that would also be uh, a fun that's uh, funny uh, i'm trope. gonna try and find that in my free time there was only two beds there was small beds <laughs> and they were spouses Yes. Instead of they were roommates. Right. Yeah. 
I want to see the the weirdest way one beds has come up. Yes. <laughs> in a trope, in a sensical way. But yeah, that was right. beautiful. I loved it. Yes. And I love Harley and Ivy. I really need to get into them even more. <laughs> I mean, you have a Harlequin makeup bag. I so, do. Uh, Harley and Ivy has been on our backlog of uh, couples Halloween costumes for a long time, and we just haven't done it yet because something better always comes up. Ah. Uh, but you know. do it. Do it. At some do point. It. Eventually. Do it. Eventually, do it. I will do it. Damn it. Fine. You can be Batman. Yes. <laughs> I'm Batman. <sighs> what is happening next week, Claire? What did you pull? Oh, wait. No, I already know. Okay. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Is it a whiskey dick? <laughs> it is a hurt comfort. The gin Riquet. He takes the whiskey drink. He takes take the, the vodka, vodka drink. drink. He takes the cider drink. He takes the lager drink. He doesn't take a gin drink. <laughs> sometimes you get it right. And sometimes you get it wrong. That's this okay. time for realsies. God, hurt comfort is a... I brought you one this week, I so know. I hope it's not the same. No, it's it's going to be more hurt, Understand. more comforting. It runs the entire gambit of possibility. I know. No, you'll see. It's um, It's one I could tolerate... Uh, so it, it is hurt. It does make you feel feels. No it one did, dies. It did make me like wistfully ponder a lot of things as I was going about my life, mm -hmm. you know, cooking dinner and staring out the window moodily <laughs> like I'm a main character. Yep. yep, yep so yep, yep. I was doing that, mm -hmm. but I was not sobbing uh, into my dinner as I was like, I well, that's good. So. I don't want that for you. <laughs> good. You shouldn't. Excellent. All right. Well, come on back for some more hurt comfort next week. Gin Ricky. Some more intense hurt comfort with a gin Ricky. Gin Ricky just sounds so fun. I know, right? In comparison to the hurt and the comfort. It really makes me want to like uh, twizzle my eyebrows and like. And right. like Gin Ricky. And like, uh, you know, like have some like jazz hands. Yeah. Twizzle, I got a cigar here. See? Yeah. yeah. Gin Ricky. Feels, feels that. Josie is rolling over in her grave. <laughs> Again. Again. All right. Excellent. Come on back for that next week when we will have more delicious high trope fandom bullshit. <laughs> in the meantime, same bad time, same, same bad, bad channel. Same uh, two saturated tropes. <laughs> Same uh, classic cocktails. <laughs> Next week, same time, same place. And make sure that uh, you show your appreciation and love for all of this ridiculousness by submitting a five-star review for us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Whoop, whoop. And if you submit a five-star review, you're entitled to one 500-word compensation of a fanfic of your choice that Either you can request either Grace Ride or Wright, uh, or we'll uh, toss a coin. We'll just pick based on which yeah. fandoms we know. And then we'll read it uh, at the end of the season. You can send all those things to our email at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com or to any of our open DMs on our social medias, which is Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter or Fine Pairings Podcast at Facebook. Tumblr, Instagram, or TikTok. And if you would still like more content from us, feel free to subscribe to our Patreon feed, which you can find the link for in any of our show notes mm -hmm. or our link trees. And there for $5 a month, you will get two additional Fine Pairings episodes, but they will be our smutty steam and cream Patreon feed episodes. So Grace and I pretend that we are poetically reading smut in a coffee shop. There's a lot of The poetic bits. reading is not fake. That part's real. That that part's real. The coffee is fake. The poetry's real. Sometimes the coffee's real. Sometimes the coffee is real too. But uh, we rec we've recorded a lot of those in the morning. 
<laughs> Drinking over, coffee. Over coffee. It's true. A surprising number of people email us and tell us that their friends don't read or write fan fiction. And that's sad. It is. I was like, I had a, I mean, I so had a similar experience uh, with fanfic in that I didn't know a lot of people who wrote or read it aside from like one or two friends and like more like a handful of internet friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that we can be your internet friends. We're all here together. We're all in here together and we read fanfic for each other every day and we sing it. We all read hurt, comfort, no, and we don't stand fluff and other stuff. <laughs> okay, we're gonna fade out. <laughs> but not Embreg, cause Josie hates Embreg. <laughs> Josie hates Embreg. I think so. I don't know. A lot of people think it's weird. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> That's all we need. Love you. Bye.